Hey, as we're heading into this week's podcast, uh, I do want to remind you that at the end of the podcast, we have a nice little bonus for you. It is an interview with Ashley McBride about her really cool, really awesome, uh, really kind of secret album. And it's not a secret. I mean, if you follow her, you know about it, but most people aren't talking about it. And we are because it's that good. It's called Lindyville. You're going to love the interview. You're going to love Ashley. Again, it's right after the closing jingle this week here on the podcast. And now, the Big D and Bubba Weekly Podcast. Big D and Bubba, they have a show five days a week, but they don't get to say everything that's on their mind, so they have an extra one, and that's how we get the podcast, the podcast, the podcast. All the podcasts. Big D and Bubba Podcast, the podcast, the podcast. Big D and Bubba Podcast. Here in Tyler area. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best. Some guy just area here in Tyler area. I don't know why. It just made my day. Yeah. Uh, as we're here in the podcast from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studio, O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. We actually went and hung out at O'Reilly the other day and shot like a little video thing uh, in the middle of all the customers, and they were like, "What are these people doing?" Like, they thought we were nuts. We're like, okay, hey, we're Big D and Bubba, and we're at O'Reilly. The best part is you got to do at least two takes, you know, to make sure that it's not like some glitch or something. So when you do it the second time, they're like, okay, well, that was weird the first time, and now it's just really weird. And you're around, like, real working dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in the O'Reilly. You know, yeah, the guy's like there boots on. walking by, he's holding somebody's dirty battery he's got to go dispose of, and he's looking at you while you're going, hey. Hey, we're radio guys. Um, Coming to you from the O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, studio. I guess it's the O'Reilly Auto Parts store. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey, our look. shorts and our tennis shoes on. <laughs> if you, and little ball caps and our perfectly non-calloused hands. Uh, if you love music, you need to download the Pickle Jar app. Uh, this is a great app. Like if you, uh, maybe if you're a band or if you are into bands or into music or do karaoke or whatever, anything that is kind of what I would call like the tip culture, this is like a must-have app, whether you are the recipient or the giver. Uh, show some gratitude to your favorite artists, your favorite bands. You can support cool causes around town. Uh, if you do uh, fundraising and all that kind of stuff, pot, uh, you need to get Pickle Jar because the app will help you do your fundraising as well. It's amazing. We're telling you right now, it's amazing. Uh, you can watch exclusive content as well that you can't find anywhere else. Get it. Uh, download today at PickleJar.com. Here in Tyler area. All right. I'm done with him now. <laughs> uh, Patrick gave me some whiskey. What are you do? <laughs> and what are you going to do with it? Because he's, you he's don't drink. He's basically no, holding kind of, it. He he touched kind of. it to his lips earlier in my office, and then he started talking about how his lips were tingling. Oh, like, yeah. Wow. That's what they do. Okay. So one it, of my favorite songs from Lee Bryce is one that uh, never really gets talked about because it was from like, two albums, three albums ago, but it's called When the Whiskey Used to Burn. It was talking about being young, and you know, you would drink the whiskey, you'd be like, oh, oh, oh. But like as you get older, you get used to it. You build up that that tolerance, I guess. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, talking about when the whiskey used to burn, you had that innocence and all." It's a great song. First of all, whiskey can still burn. Um, does you when it, does it burn for you? Uh, yeah, it depends on the whiskey. I mean, if you drink really good smooth whiskey, it never burns. Well, my buddy you know? Chris Abbotty was in town uh, a week and a half ago, and he and I went out and had whiskey. And dude, it was some of the smoothest stuff. And I don't remember the name of it. 
That's, um, that's how you know it's good. If you yeah. had enough of it, you don't remember what you were drinking. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it, and it was amazing. And you know, I'm not a big whiskey drinker, you know, and I was like, this is fantastic. We were drinking Basil Hayden's earlier this week at a poker game, and I, I'm telling you, no burn at all. And then you switch to something cheap. What is, is this cheap? Uh, I'm not going to say, but it's not. Why would you not, not say? not cheap. I just don't like that whiskey. Well, I won't say what type it is. That's I, I just don't think that's Why good would you not say? Because I don't want to insult the people who made it. I want to wow. be that guy. Really? You yeah. think that whoever made this whiskey is listening? They might be, actually. It's a local company that made that whiskey. Oh. And they, you know, and I don't know. Trying to be nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Hey, I respect And there's that. some whiskeys that burn on purpose, like old granddad. Like, I got a bottle of that. It'll it'll knock your toes off. And, on but, purpose? But I, yeah, that's because people like, some people like that, you know. Diabetes punch too. in the face. Yeah. <laughs> It'll knock your toes right off. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> there was uh, uh, some yeah. of that fake whiskey. You know what I was talking about? Because I, I drink a lot of non-alcoholic oh, beers and right, all that kind of stuff. Non-alcoholic whiskey. Why? <laughs> Why? So Why I, I bought some of the non-alcoholic whiskey. Because so I'm like, I like to enjoy alcohol-type stuff, but I like to also enjoy you know, running calls for the fire department as a volunteer firefighter. So there it is. It, no, I, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, so I really started drinking a lot of non-alcoholic stuff. So I've been trying different things. Why, why are you drinking the non-alcoholic stuff? Again? So because you can't go and it, run calls if you're drunk. Yeah, but you can. No, nah, you really can't. It's I not mean, the old days. I mean, the old days, dude. I know. Can. I know for a fact but, they would be hammered, and they would like these, like in the eighties, seventies, and all that. Yeah, man. They'd be sitting around in the pub, just waiting for a call. Yeah, just looking at each other's mustaches. Yeah, saying had the mustache, good mustaches. Man, you but yeah, so, looking at call. I don't know. What I, I was so. gonna say is the I found some uh, non-alcoholic whiskey. It was like a bourbon or whatever, and I ordered it, and it had some kind of pepper in it. So, like, it didn't have any kind of, it had zero alcohol, but it had pepper to simulate the burnt. Oh. And so, like, you, you drink it, and it gave you this weird, it wasn't an alcohol burn, but it was a weird burn. A burn. Um, and it was kind of strange, too, because it tasted like it tasted like a, like a whiskey or a bourbon that had been sitting on a table for about four hours, and the ice cubes had completely, totally melted as well. Uh, so it was very watered down tasting and all that. So, uh, but it was it tasted legit, but yeah. very watered Just down with a down. weird burn. Yeah. I have some guests that came. Hi, yeah. guys. This is my my niece and nephew. This is Shepard, who listens cool, to our radio man. show every day. Hey. What's up, Shepard? What's going on, man? What grade are you in? What grade are you in? First. First. Uh, I remember first grade. You're big for a first grader. Have you done it before? Is this your first time in first grade? It is. It's your first first? You're just a big kid. Are you bigger than most uh, kids uh, your age? No. You're not? I don't think so, at least. Oh, you look look huge. You look like you're like, I don't know. You're 18 years old. Hmm. Who's this? Is your sister? Mara, you want to come sit with with Pyran? Is uh is your sister annoying? Yeah. Is she, yeah. <laughs> this is Mara. Mara's my godchild. Hey Mara. So Hi. how are you? Good. What is in your hair? Is that a bat? No, it's my bow. Oh, it's her bow. Oh, yeah. And I have my initial. Hey, hey we're talking to your sister. Right <laughs> so Mara, tell us about I'm kidding. Kidding, what do you got? Shep. What do you got? What is it? What is it, Shep? It's S for Shep. 
C for Cravens, S for Okay. Oh. Why? Right, that's your, your initials. It's a monogram. Yeah. Monograms. That's what uh, it's pretty you'll, cool. you'll never have, actually. No, no one has that anymore. No one has monograms. My dad used to have them all the time. I got, a, I got one like that. You have one like that, too? Yeah, but you have a bat in your hair. That's not a bat. So what, what are you guys going to be dressed up for? Bow. Ha- a bow. Oh, bow. Oh. Sorry, we're idiots. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? We're going to be mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a dragon. I'm going to be a unicorn. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, I decided what I'm going to do for Halloween. Wait, we'll did come he back say to mythical? Yeah, mythical? Mythical creatures. Okay. He's okay, going to be a dragon. Wow. All right. Cool. The Bryce dragons. He got two lovies. Dragon. Oh, my favorite mythical song is Shake Your... Uh... I love mythical. mythical. Oh, mystical. mythical. I'm sorry, That's different, different one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Show me uh, what you if got. If you remember a while back, I told you that uh, that Shep and his mom and his sister were listening every day, and then Shep told, uh, asked his mom, well, what, is that Uncle Patrick? And she said, yeah. And he said, so he doesn't like have a real job? That's... Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is our I'm job. not surprised when the kid that pops out mythical creatures yeah. is asking that question. That's right. Did you know that Uncle Patrick is going to go as a mythical creature for Halloween too? He's going to go as abs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that? I'm not sure he gets that joke, but I got it. No. Abs are stomach muscles. Mm-hmm. Are know. do you work out, Shep? Do you lift weights? No. You don't. No? I use bean cans. Bean cans, like you use that for weights. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's really smart. smart. And they're heavy. Yeah, they're yeah. Heavy. especially they're if you heavy. do. Especially if you I do a lot. I use them sometimes. They're very like I can put them down every time. Oh, oh. Too heavy I don't know, but I'm sure this is curing someone of some kind of ailment. <laughs> yeah, you guys are this so cute. It's the cutest thing ever. I couldn't resist bringing them in. So, they're, do you? Uh, how long have you guys known each other? Uh, the two of them. Hmm. Mm. How long have you known your sister, Shep? Uh, forever. Forever. I'm uh. stuck with her. <laughs> what? <laughs> but you know what's cool is when you get older, you're actually going to really be like each other's best friends. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for real. Look at his face. And I know like, that Ew. sounds crazy right now, but I have two sisters and a brother, and I'm the baby brother. That's how I got Bubba. <laughs> and they're all, we talk all the time, and they're, they're my best friends. You ever had whiskey, Shep? Okay. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> Neither of you, by the way. <laughs> He's got more experience with it than you do right now. That t- he and I are tolerance. You're, you're about the same. <laughs> and so it's Han. Uh, this is Mora. Mora, Mora. So, uh, Mora, what do you have a a, a favorite uh, character? Mythical. What? Matman. Matman. What's Matman? Batman. Oh, oh, I like Batman too. Oh yeah. Batman. Does uh now do you I was expecting her to say like, you know, a princess or something. Does no, a Batman she's have tough. Does Batman have Robin? Do you know Robin? You do. Okay. Robin's a little bird. Cuz Robin kind of got kind of got axed. Yeah, they got rid of Robin. They kind of got oh, kind of wrote him out of there. Anymore. So you you know who Robin is? Batman and Robin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robin's his sidekick. That's right. And right. then what happened is sometime in the, I don't know, uh, late 80s or so, they started writing him off out of the character, out of the, yeah, uh, all right, right. And, uh, he grew up. And yeah. then they kind of made Batman. Nightwing. He kind of became dark and kind of uh, scary sometimes. Yeah. Brian Batman kind of scares me a little bit. 
Batman scares you? Yeah, a little bit. I'm like, I'm like, okay, is he the good guy or the bad guy? It's hard to tell. Like, All right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, well, Shep and Mora and Evangeline are all going to the uh, pumpkin patch. Pumpkin, so, pumpkin oh. patch. Right. But thanks for stopping by and talking on the radio with us. Shep. Uh, we're live. Yeah, yeah we're live. live. Right now. Everybody's listening. Hi, say hi to everybody. Hi. hi. Hey, by the way, if you uh, if you think these guys are amazingly cute, go and like and hit all the buttons and give us the best, highest rating ever. Yeah. Look, see, us just using you. That's right. Yeah. Hello. That's Hello. Right. Hello. <laughs> Make sure you hit Shep. Go ahead and talk real quick, and I'll mess with your voice. Oh. Just say, hi, my name is Shepard. Hi, my name is Shepard. Is that crazy? Uh. I gotta give you guys back to your mom so you can go. <laughs> I love putting echo on little kids because they're like, what is that? All right. You guys are awesome. Say more. Say bye, bye. Mara. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, that was amazing. That Say was awesome. Uh, by the way, you know what I'm gonna do for Halloween? I'm gonna get a vest and I'm gonna put a bunch of patches on it, and I'm gonna be an emotional support human. Put a bunch of oh pat I guess yeah like a puppy yeah 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 they have yeah. little patches on them yeah and yeah. I'll be like that and I don't know if I want to do like like some floppy beagle ears or not maybe if I do that then I can't be a human but I could be like an emo- emotional support dog mm-hmm. I don't know what are you, you gonna do you're what really are you gonna, gonna do this? yeah I think so okay I don't know if it's just like an idea like you know I was thinking about it like I mean we haven't even we haven't even talked about our Halloween plans. Uh, every year we talk about it when we never do any of that stuff because we're adults. So well, I did the uh, the Hooters thing. Yeah, uh, that was 20 years ago. That was 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago. Bow, bow. I was listening to some Jeffrey Steele the other day, man. Uh, his uh, uh, chrome, gold, uh, silver, gold, yeah. whatever. Yeah, chrome, something, something. It's like a greatest hits song. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm, and that, But you know what, man? I actually like the songs that... Um, that album has the songs that other people have done. He has his own songs that you know that you don't know as as, as singles or whatever. Uh, they're way better than the I think. They're so good. And Jeffrey, he, I love it. Jeffrey Steele's a guy. I mean, he's very well known for writing a ton of Rascal Flatts songs, Montgomery Gentry, Gentry, Colin Ray. I mean, he wrote just a ton of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's who that is. I'm sorry, somebody's texting me in the middle of the thing. There we go. Sorry about that. Uh, he's <laughs> literally uh, got. Hey, you're to- probably doing the podcast. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Jeffrey Steele. That's uh, Steele is with an E at the end. But uh, yeah, he's he's still doing stuff, man. I, I saw. I was. I follow him on Instagram. He was doing some sort of a like a little video. He was at uh, Napa doing the Napa concert thing. So he was doing a like at we did room. at the O'Reilly, but he went to Napa. No, the no the winery the napa california oh <laughs> yeah no sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry i'm a dummy no. i'm like well, i mean there is that napa here too. in tyler area <laughs> hey uh what are your thoughts on this thing with putin and the the nukes and dude I, okay, biden first saying all, that we're at the closest of uh nuclear war since whatever. the 60s the i Bay have Pigs, no or, idea or what's going missing. on in the world i've had so many other you know i've got a bunch of life stuff going on all right so what's happening all right 
Intelligence shows that Russians have been the uh, Russians have been moving uh, people in, moving people in, uh, or our nukes have been moving in from uh, some kind of a special nuke program, and they're on the, these trains and they're bringing them in, and they're all like getting close to the front lines of the Ukraine uh, war, and so uh, and now of course you got Putin who's over there like saying you know threatening to use nukes. And then uh, I think it was last night. Let Biden, me guess. You used them once. I can use them once. I forget. We what used it. them twice, so it gives them two, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, dude, it just came across. That's my news thing just said talking about. Uh, well, let me see what this is. CBS News. Biden. Biden says risk of Armageddon, quote unquote, highest since Cuban Missile Crisis as tensions rise with Russia. So, but we aren't talking about the nukes that were used in uh, Japan. Where these are much smaller. These are like tactical nukes, like tactical, suitcase nukes, yeah. that kind of stuff. So they're a fraction of what these are meant to like take out bridges and you know that kind of stuff. Small. You can use a things. traditional bomb to take out a bridge. Those my that's, thinking. That's my thinking too, and I don't understand why. What's the point? It's a flex is what it is. It's a mm-hmm. flex of leave us alone or we're going to use nukes and that's going to put radiation into the air and you're going to have all that kind of... It's it's literally just a flex. Yeah. I don't know. It's a dangerous flex. It is a dangerous flex, but I think it's a dangerous time. You know, there's a... The world is... You know, it's it's one of those things. It's kind of like whenever we had the chemical weapons things uh, back in uh, Syria. Remember when mm-hmm. when that all went down? Mm-hmm. The world is kind of fed up with stuff, and we're at that point again. So yeah, we either need to shut it down, or somebody's going to do something stupid. Well, my, my goodness, we spent uh, how many billions of dollars to the Ukraine to shut it down? We're not shutting it down yet. So I mean, at what point do you kind of go? Oh, okay, <clears throat> y'all. Good luck. I don't know. I don't know. Everything's connected, and I get up. But I, it's just anyway. The uh, the nuke thing is uh, interesting, but I, it's not. Uh, it's I think people see you know nuke and Armageddon, and Biden doesn't help by saying Armageddon. Uh, but these are small tactical suitcase nukes, as they call them. Well, you don't say Armageddon on accident. You say it to scare people. Well, I think so. He, there's a he, reason you want to you want to do that. a lot of things on accident. <laughs> um. But yeah, so yeah, there's some probably some saber rattling going on. Ooh, saber rattling. I know. What's a saber? Saber. How did a sword? we go from sword. cute kids to nuclear? I don't know. Again? You I took them away. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. They're going to the pumpkin patch. They're going to the pumpkin patch. Ah, that's cool. The with the corn maze. Yeah, I don't know the, which one they're the, going to. But the Walker. That's not that one. one. They're going. Oh. I don't know. I, I honestly can't remember the name of it. It's something. Cutesy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it always is. We should play that game one day. Thing. All right. It's time to play uh, Funeral Home or, or Pumpkin Patch. Pumpkin Patch. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go with Harvest Acres. Uh, Harvest. Uh, oh, pumpkin actually, patch. that's a funeral home. Yeah, oh, fun. dang it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's fun, man. That's good. Uh, you, you don't get to spend much time with them, I guess, because they, they live in Louisiana? No, they live here. Uh, oh, okay. I get to spend time with them a lot, but uh, Evangeline's on fall break, so they, they and so are they. So they were like, can we pick her up and take her with us? I'm like, sure. Otherwise, she can spend the afternoon in my office. Yeah. So. Oh, that's good. You know, that's better fun. to go to the pumpkin patch with her friends. But we didn't have the pumpkin patch growing up. Like, like no one had. Like, there wasn't like a thing, like a farm that had. No. That, that sold entrance to go and do that. Like no. it was just we went to your bud's place. And then I remember the first time I went to a petting zoo. 
and it's not like the petting zoo they have like now. You know, it was like what are they now? Oh, oh, oh this is a cat. I'm like, um, uh, yeah. They do I mean, that? They, well, no, they don't. I'm saying that's what it was when I was a kid. Oh. It was a cat. There was a dog. There was always a there goat. Was a, there was a bunny that looked like it had, you know, it was like the bunny Chickens. with one ear. You know, little yeah, yeah. little chicks. Nothing, now here's it's like python. here's a llama, and here's you know an here's, alpaca. And I'm, yeah, I'm like what? We never had any of that stuff. Mm. We were lucky if we had a bunny. You know, uh, we did. Uh, okay, so we did do kind of pumpkin patchy stuff, but it was all uh, around the church. Like we did uh, hay rides, but that was all with the youth group. Yeah, we did hay rides and all. We didn't have pumpkin patches where I grew up. Literally, there are no pumpkins in the swamp, yeah. so uh, we didn't do pumpkin patches. It was always um, mazes, like they would have uh, sugarcane mazes. Sugarcane, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We didn't have a corn. It maze. wasn't corn. It was sugarcane mazes, and it wasn't so a did... great maze. Like they didn't draw a picture of Walker Hayes in the no. maze, or like no. a picture of Batman. No, it was like it was. You know, here's here's a maze. It's a square. Uh, Oh, well, they never. They didn't have. The they didn't have GPS assistance. And they no. didn't have drones to go. Okay, here's how we're going to plan it out. Uh, they didn't have anything, so it was literally just a bunch of pathways through just a drunk tr- Carl taking his truck through it yeah, on a kinda, Saturday night. Kind of, yeah, kind of like that. So it was. It was that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, we did do the hay rides. The hay rides were a big thing. And I remember I sprained my arm one time because I was on the hay ride and I fell down between the two things of hay. The two bales, and I twisted weird. Mm. I'm like, man, I don't like hay rides anymore. That was the last hay ride I've ever been on. Um, so, um, okay, so they live here, and so you get to yeah see them as often as you can. I just, I couldn't resist putting yeah cute, little kids, cute on. kids. Yeah, Shep is a big fan, dude. That was every day on his way to school. That was cool. I'm going to be a mythical animal, mythical <laughs> a mythical creature. creature. Oh what God. kids is a mythical creature? Old. That's like the coolest. Right, go mythical ahead, little buddy. Creature. You know, he's a smart kid. Yeah, first grade. No. That's awesome. He's the good one. Mora is the more. Uh, we're going to have to keep an eye on her. She's probably going to end up alcoholic. No, just, just <laughs> rough. Just beating kids up, like she's gonna know, be. In a, she's like four, yeah. and you're predicting she's, alcohol she's like abuse. Five years old, and she's bringing like sticks to school. What's that? That's my sword. Oh, I'm, gonna, like I'm like, yeah, oh, all right. Okay. That's, yeah, you know. I like her. Yeah, she's and Batman is her favorite character. And Batman is her favorite. Yes, yeah, five year old girl. By the way, so. what three things does a Cuban need to get out of Cuba? A boat, a good fastball, curveball, and slider. <laughs> well, baseball humor. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, yeah, so uh, speaking of baseball, uh, Aaron Judge, of course, uh, got to 62. Mm-hmm. Yep. 60 homers. Are they done now for the season? Yep. The uh, playoffs start today. Oh, so, okay. So did he get it on the last game? Day before, yeah, I thought. Or the day before, but then he didn't get one the next day. So my interesting thing on on this is all the people talking about how he's the true, you know, king and all that kind of stuff. Because he's not doing steroids, dude. It doesn't matter. Of course, it matters. It doesn't matter. Okay, well then, why does the uh, Olympics do drug testing, and why do they strip people from their uh, medals if they uh, okay? Pop so positive? were they testing during the uh, the uh, no. era of McGuire and Sosa? No. No, so I'm if they weren't testing, that. then it doesn't matter. Dude, you're going to tell me people weren't doing things back in the 40s and 50s to give themselves every single sport. I didn't say that. Sport, I didn't say that. There's always that. a way to but do I'm a saying, professional or a, a, an edge. Okay. I get it. Well, that's what you. That's your opinion. I will say this again. 
the 1998 Save baseball. I get it. 1998 home run chase is <laughs> You're so dismissive. It's great. I know. Yeah, but it's, it's like that was it. You had the you had we were coming off the strike a couple years before. People had just they didn't care about these rich millionaires and oh, it's so terrible and stupid sports and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you have these two magic you know, you got the white guy. You got the uh, was he Dominican? Was Sosa Dominican or Cuban? I think he was Dominican or Haitian. I don't remember. So you have this, and you have people. They were like, you had people going on racial, like this person's gonna get that person's gonna get it, and then like you had Ken Griffey Jr., the All American. You know, he's the one who deserves to get it because his dad and all. Th- it was such a magical year. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, was it was crazy. Yeah. There was no reason to not tune out, and they absolutely saved baseball. That long ball that they were doing back then was awesome. But, uh, I mean, come on, man. And then Bond's coming back and getting his, what, 73? Okay. That's amazing. You win a car race, and your engine's bigger than everyone else's, and it's you don't think that's an advantage? If they're not checking for your engine, it doesn't matter. Yes, an, an advantage. Everybody could have done the same advantage back then. The thing is, the pictures you, were on roids, too, back then. So, they had to play against. Well, who said he won, man? I'm I'm on your side. I'm on his side. Everybody, I don't know whose side I'm on. Everybody side was on? But Patrick's right. Saying. Everybody was roiding back roiding, then. So it's hard to say, oh, it's just them. They had the advantage. No, Roger Clemens was supposedly on steroids, throwing 100 miles an hour right inside the little freaking tiniest strike zone. And he was, un, I mean, Roger Clemens, maybe the best power pitcher of all time. If not him, Nolan Ryan. Uh, okay, yeah, but uh, Nolan Ryan Nolan didn't Ryan. have the accuracy of Roger Clemens. He had the he had the power though. Yeah, he had the breaking ball, it, and he also had a right hook. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Just Nolan Ryan wasn't on steroids that we know of. You don't know that exactly. You don't know it. I have no idea. I'm just saying. Obviously, when someone does something great and a feat like this, that's I'm not compared to away people. Let me finish up the thing, please. When people do something that is great and they compare it to someone else who's done something like that or a, a tad better, which they did, and and they were it was a thing of with steroids, you're automatically going to go, yeah, I like this guy because he did it. I de- it's with not nothing. that I don't like either one. I think it's amazing what Judge did, but I also am not dismissive of what the others who came before him did. And you know what? That's amazing. I think that whole thing, whether it's Maris or Mantle or Babe Ruth or whatever, dude, those are amazing feats. And I'm not taking away from any of them, but I'm not going to have somebody go, oh, well, this person came up, but they might have done this and that. Who cares? They still did it. They still I mean, did it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, yeah, I, I get that. I'm just saying, I, I, to me, I would take judge over, over them. Okay. All right. Well, that was fun. I got to go because I got to be on a <laughs> Oh, I have to go, too. Call. I have a, uh, awesome. a package coming. Once again, uh, hey, right after this uh, closing jingle, Ashley McBride, oh, really yes. cool interview about Lindyville. You're going to love it. Yeah. Here in Tyler area. This was the podcast, but now it's over. But that's okay, because you can listen to Fast the regular shows on mythical the radio every day. It was the podcast. Ashley McBride uh, joining us. Uh, the new album is out. It's called Lindyville, and uh, she's uh, on the hotline. What's up, girl? Good morning. Good morning. We're big fans of this. You know, we've already talked to we've already talked to uh, Bob Morrison, Bob Morrison, uh, who knew uh, Dennis Lindy, and talked to us about Dennis about- Lindy's office where he had a 
a small little town and he had little shops and a bar and uh, you know, a gas station and, and a water tower. And, yeah, we can't confirm, but we <laughs> hope there was a water tower in it that said "Billy Bob Loves Charlene" on it. So, and that's, so yeah. has to be right. Right. Yes. Has Never to gotten be. to look at the map, but there has to be. Um, we are so. This is so inside kind of stuff, and I think it's important that people hear this because uh, you're doing a tip of a hat to a, a guy that not many people knew, uh, not by name at least. Yeah, uh, who wrote songs that are iconic you know uh burn in love uh yeah. elvis. elvis i guess that's actually i guess when you once you do an elvis song you pretty much can write any other like you're done like you don't have to do you don't, don't have, have to, to work, work anymore right? that was one of the things that i was just like and the hits just keep coming like literally because i know you know I'm, I'm drawing the line i'm like oh my gosh earl and double white trailer and, and then i was like wait he wrote burn in love Come on. <laughs> um, okay, so showing off. So the album is called Lindyville. So obviously it's a, a, a reference to Lindy's last name, Dennis Lindy. And what people understand is that your album Lindyville has all these little characters in it. But we did think once we had, we realized we had all these characters um, over the years. Like good grief, we've got living next to Leroy, right? So me mm. and Nicolette wrote that, and then there was. Shut Up Sheila, that was on my second record. Mm-hmm. Then Pillbox Patty happens, right, which is Nicolette's stuff. And Aaron already had Jesus, Jenny. Um, and we had just gotten through writing a song called Blackout Betty, which is my nickname when I drink too much. Uh-huh. Which is fine. <laughs> I heard it. I right. That's an easy character to write for. <laughs> Those are the facts. And um, it was the day we wrote that that I was like, oh my gosh, we've got all these weird characters from over the years. We should give them a place to live and maybe give them neighbors. Is that how the whole and, thing came up? And, and somebody said, oh, yeah. you know, Dennis Linda used to do that. And he did it. Yeah, I said, and if we if we do that, if we decide, because this is during a time where none of us are on the road, right? Um, so we should do that. And if, we, if we're able to pull it off, we should call the town Lindyville. And, of course, some of the people you're talking to are like, "Why? what's that mean? And he's like. Oh, the freaking Dennis Lindy songs. And you're like, you list them. And they're like, oh, my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was Dennis Lindy. So if we are able to do what we want to do here, we should name it Lindyville just to make sure that we recognize that we aren't the very first people to realize that we had characters in our songs, character-driven songs. And you've got to honor the fact that somebody got there first. And I also like the fact that there's all of you working together. Who all is in? I know we heard uh, Osborne's on there. Who else is on this album? Yep. Um, it's, so it's myself and Pillbox Patty, which is Nicolette Hayford, Kaylee Hammock, Brandy Clark. Um, I asked John Osborne to produce this record, and he's brilliant. And he also sang all the harmonies um, with me. Um, I asked TJ Osborne to come in and sing a tune, and he did. Then you've got Aaron Raytier and Benji Davis, which were two of the other writers that were on, um, on the retreat where we wrote all these songs and kind of finished up. Uh, all these characters. So, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, do you even really, I think Bubba said it off the air to me because it's so cool that Ashley is able to do an album like this. That's, it's really quirky. I mean, it's, it's not, we're so used to kind of generic songs. Well, everybody writes singles. This is an album. It's a story. Yeah, it's, yes. it's so interwoven. Yeah. Isn't it nice to be able to be in a place where you can do this and, and, let the record label be like, yeah, do this. It's awesome. Yeah, because this isn't the time to do this. 
is what I'm hearing. Um, and, and that's true. The third record, you know, because we had to do our proper third record as well, so we did. Um, but, you know, to be like, hey, we did this really cool thing, and I think we should make this a record. And now everybody I say this to, I should be getting no's from. And people are listening to the work tapes and going, yeah, you should. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, um, hang on. Okay, then if that's a yes, then I want John Osborne to produce it. And they're like, that's brilliant. You should ask him. And I'm like, oh, crap. Okay. Well, the production <laughs> is fantastic. Also, it sounds great. Oh, it's so much fun. And that was the way it just was. And like, I called Kaylee like, I know it's a long shot, but do you want to be on Lindy's Hill? And she was like, yeah, what time? Tomorrow? And I was like, <laughs> actually, yeah, tomorrow at noon. She's like, yes, I will be there. Oh, it's so great. Bobby, you have the, uh, the one of the, just, we're listening to the uh, track Lindyville and how good it sounds. Whoever did all the setup, I mean, it's engineered, it's produced fantastically. So big shout out to, uh, to John for doing that. Yeah. I loved it. And I was so excited when he was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I love these work tapes. I'll do this. And I knew that I would not have to worry about any of his choices. He's just, we're, we're like-minded and I could just completely trust it. And we we got to make choices in writing the songs and in recording the songs, um, as is evident in the lyrics. Like you said, not everything is radio play friendly. Um, but we had the ability to just write what we wanted to write. So good. Without really worrying. And then John made the same the same calls. As a matter of fact, we were doing those jingles. Um, we were doing the, the commercials. And, yeah. And we're doing the funeral home commercial. And... And I was like, I really kind of want it to be, you know, like barbershoppy style. And John was like, I think we need xylophone. Listen, if you want an album that you can really like sink your teeth into, and I call like, this a road trip album. Like this is. is one you want to just listen to over and over because the stories, there's so many different layers, as we talked about earlier. It's all intertwined. It's really cool. I mean, you're just talking about being across the street from Ronnie's pawn shop. Heck yes, because. That would be the uh, geographical marker in the town, absolutely. Because if it has a big purple dinosaur sign, you know that, that there's two things in that town. Half the town loves that thing, and half the town thinks it is hideous. That's right. But everybody's talking about it. Uh, congratulations on this. It's called Lindyville. It is out from uh, Ashley McBride. Also, congratulations. Uh, nominated five times for this year's CMA Awards. So, five congratulations. Times. Five times. And Is that nuts? That's so dumb. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Golly. I love it. Yeah, love you it. do. All right. We love you, girl. And come see us soon. Uh, and uh, let's uh, let's go take a, a trip down to Lindyville together. Yeah, I'll see you there. I'll meet uh, you at the park. That's <laughs> good. Better there than the funeral. Forkham Funeral Home. All right. <laughs> Two for one cremations, <laughs> uh, though. Yay. Ashley McBride, everyone. Thanks, Ashley. All right. Thanks, guys. See Bye. Ya. Bye.